Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 71 of Be With Me. We're going to ask a question this morning. I'm asking this question. What is John, John the Baptist, what is John doing with disciples at this point? So here we are. We're in John chapter 3. It's just before John has been arrested. We have Jesus and his disciples doing some baptizing. baptizing. It's just before John was put in prison. They're at a location where water is plentiful and people are coming and a dispute arises between Jews and John's disciples. So John has been pointing towards Jesus. So my question today is, what in the world is John doing with disciples? Because we know that certain of John's disciples have already uh, turned ship and gone to gone to Jesus. Their names are uh, Andrew for sure, and probably John, who's writing the gospel. So listen to the story. It's just a little bit, I don't know, just a little crazy. John 3, 22. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. Jesus was baptizing, or his disciples were baptizing. Verse 23, John also was baptizing near Anon, near Salim, because water was plentiful there and people were coming and being baptized. Parentheses, for John had not been put, and not yet been put in prison, which is going to happen very, very soon. Verse 25, now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. Appropriately, because they're in a baptism world. Verse 26, And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, referring to Jesus, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. And then John gives this great, look at, listen to all these wonderful things that John says about Jesus and points to Jesus. Here we go. And John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. So John's disciples seem to come to John and make, I don't know, some complaints about Jesus and competition and Jesus's baptism, which is so right. I mean, John had a baptism of repentance, and I suppose Jesus also has a baptism of repentance, that is agreeing with God. But it's more than that. It's baptizing into Jesus, eventually into his death and and resurrection. And John's disciples complaint is that hey people are going to him and john said it's absolutely right he has to increase i'm not the christ i was sent before him 
So he rejoices greatly. And I, I, the famous line in there is that he must increase, I must decrease. So here's some things that Jesus, uh, that John says about Jesus. He says that God is true. He says that even though some don't receive it, what he bears witness to, he has seen it and heard it. John has seen it and heard it. And Jesus has seen and heard what he has received from heaven. And that Jesus is above all. He who comes from from above is above all. He who comes from heaven is above all. He's elevating Jesus. And he's, he's saying that Jesus has to increase and I have to decrease. Remember what he said before about Jesus is that, that he wasn't even worthy of untying his sandal straps. That all four Gospels talk about Jesus' shoe wear and how wonderful it is. And then verse 29, he says, hey, Jesus is the groom. I'm just the best man, and my joy is complete. My job is complete in getting him ready, in in elevating him to marry the church, Israel. Uh, verse 28, he says, I am, and he says plainly, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. Verse 27, the, the activity of the Holy Spirit, the wind blowing where it will, as he said before. He says, you cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. Verse 26, he is, he is baptizing people, elevating himself, taking over the baptism role, and I am just bearing witness to this. So in all this, we see John pointing to the Christ. And I want to finish with this one thought. This is a way, a new way of saying, we talk about receiving Christ, we talk about having faith in him, we talk about believing in him, we talk about entrusting in Jesus. And I think this is a really cool way of saying how to become a Christian. John says it in verse 33, he says, whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this. So a king used to have a ring and would put his wax seal on it and stamp it in there and say, yep, this letter is from me. I agree with this. And similarly, we who receive his testimony, we take our personal stamp of this is who I am and we put it into the wax of Jesus and say, yep, he's the one. I agree with this. I am setting my seal to this. And what is it that God is true, that all the stuff that he has says is true? So I think this is a cool way. Uh, perhaps it will be beneficial for you to think about that, that I set my seal to this. I believe in this. I put my trust in this. I am receiving this. And a neat way to say it. So my question today is, what is John still doing with his disciples when some of them have already gone to Jesus the rest of them, hopefully, are going to come soon. And in the meantime, John continues to point to Jesus. And we, hopefully, Lord willing, with the Lord's help, as it is given from us from heaven, set our seal to it. Thanks for listening.